Hello! Hello! <laughs> we are ready. <laughs> you were born ready. Mirror, mirror, mirror. Um, so, hello, all of you at home. I know this is uh, not the night you're used to getting a podcast from us, but we have a very, very, very special super guest. <laughs> we have our first guest on the podcast, and she is so special that, you know what, we were automatically like, She's gonna, we're gonna need two episodes for her. Um, so you're getting double fucking whammy of us tonight. Um, who is here with us today? I can't find her. Where is she? Oh my god. Who is it? It's Miranda. It's Miranda. Miranda. You've heard so much about her. (laughs) And here she is in the flesh. Here she is. How are you? It's good. I'm good. (laughs) It's an honor to be nominated. We were just sitting here, like, going through with her. We were like, all right, you, like, kind of have to yell. Like, we're all sitting at a table together, but you have to really project. And she was like, is this loud enough? And we were like, no, it is not. So you welcome. must yell. You must scream. Um, yes. So uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different than what we normally do. We're not going to check in. We're not going to talk about a topic. We're really just going to talk about Emily and... Miranda and I'm really just gonna listen and, and probably ask questions because I wasn't there for any of this. Um, like an, an introductory episode. Sure. Who is who is Miranda? Who is Emily? Who are you two as a pairing? And what has it been like to be each other's friend? <laughs> <laughs> it's a roller coaster. Yeah, because what I have heard has been uh, uh, I have heard just minimal ups and downs. So. Um, I'm really just gonna give it to you guys. I don't. I don't. Where do you want to start? Well, we we have been friends for a very very long time, mm-hmm. um, longer than most people in recovery are able to keep a close friend. Okay. If that makes sense. Yes. Um, and through it all, we kind of always knew that we were friends. Even if we didn't talk for, like, extended periods of time, we always just knew in the, like, in the back of our mind that we were friends, that it was forever. <laughs> yeah, like, one of those friendships that just, like, doesn't end. Like, no matter what happens, it do- it's like, we're still friends. I love that. Like when when we were younger, we used to get we say this all the time, but we used to get in in like fights, like in <laughs> arguments, and be like yelling at each other. Sometimes we would even like physically fight each other, and then like ten minutes later, we'd be like, "Yo, so you want to get food?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> or, or we would be so mad, we would go into different rooms, and then you would just hear one of us be like. It's funny that you say that, Emily, because my mom just listened to the competition episode. She goes, um, is Emily a bully? (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I I, I don't mean now. Like, was she a bully? I was like, I don't know. And then you're like, yeah, we used to physically fight. We did. Um, And yes, Vincent's mom, I was a bully. Yeah. I was a bully too. Okay. Uh, I was a pushover. (laughs) Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if I would have guessed that. So talk to me about how did it how does it start? Where where and how? Well, where does it start? I mean, we like knew of each other in like elementary school. We went to the same school and stuff. Um, but when we really started being like best best friends, we were in 
Miss Yates class. And we, <laughs> she sat us next to each other, and it was probably the worst decision she ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it was like instant. That was like, what, seventh grade, I think? Sixth yeah. or seventh grade. Um, and we just caused a ruckus sure. in and class. We, and we both had other best friends that we were like, tired of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, okay, so my, it, I, like, had a best friend in, like, elementary school, and then I moved to middle school, and she had, like, her elementary school friends, I had my middle school friends, we, like, kind of stopped being friends, and then I had another best friend who I was really, really close with from, like, the end of, I don't know, like, fifth grade summer into, like, seventh grade, and then we kind of, like, started to drift apart as friends. And then me and Miranda became friends. Like, we had been... My friend in middle school was very, like... It was just, like, a weird relationship where it would be... Like, we would get upset with each other. Like, that girl jealous thing where you're hanging out with another friend and, like, yeah. it's, like, whatever. Um, so, it was, like, difficult for me to... It was diff. I remember very um, vividly how difficult it was because I wanted to be really good friends with Miranda, but my other friend would get mad when I hung out with Miranda, mm -hmm. and then finally I was like, "Fuck this!" And then like we became like best friends like instantly because I was like, "I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore." <laughs> I was a big like fixer, so a lot of my friends had like. Issues. Severe emotional problems. <laughs> Issues, and it was always fine. Like, I never minded as long as we had fun together. But the friend I'm talking about, she started becoming a little bit obsessive and would get mad if I didn't want to spend all of my extra time with her. And I think once I hit, like, preteen, like, teenager age, I started to notice our age difference and just how, like, different we were. Okay, so now you guys are friends. Yeah. So now we're friends, and we're, what, how old were we? Like, 14? Yeah. 14, 15. <laughs> and we were ready to venture into the world together. And then my dad moved right down the road from her. Oh, God. Yeah, so we could walk, we could walk to each other's houses. It took literally two minutes to walk from my house to her house, so we were on the same bus. We lived seconds from each other. Lit.com. It was great. It was Had great. the same emotional issues. Had <laughs> all the same problems <laughs> in, in when we were younger. Like, it was, it was great. It was great. We yeah, used to just, fun. like, stay up all night just doing nothing. Like, not nothing, but, like, it, taking pictures with, you know, a digital camera of, like, weird things like socks and stuff and, like, eating snacks and watching movies one night we had uh, one night we moved the couches and we had a stuffed animal fight. <laughs> we put the couches like barricades and we were throwing stuffed animals at each other. Oh. But there was one that was an Elmo and it had really hard eyeballs and we were not allowed to throw that one. Okay. Because that one hurt. That's really painful. My yeah. mom had this wicked, wicked ghetto pink bright pink couch that split in half so we could move it to other sides of the room. Oh my god. We had a lot of fun. There was like endless memories that we could talk about and when like, we were little. 
like when we had sleepovers, it usually just wasn't just for one night. Like it was weeks at a time sleepovers. Yeah, yeah we would spend the a whole weekend together, the whole week together in the summer. Like it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to sleep over. It was, okay, I'm coming over for the week. <laughs> <laughs> When are you going home? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. My mom would be like, when are you coming home? I don't know. Whenever. Whenever. <laughs> I'll be back sometime. <laughs> okay. When did um, debauchery begin? Um. So we... Do you want to tell the story about the first time that we we indulged? In, <laughs> in your parents' cabin. In, <laughs> yeah. So, like, I had seen, you know beers and stuff before and taking little tastes but it was never like you know enough but this one night we decided to go down into Emily's parents um, liquor cabinet and make the smorgasbord drink of everything that we could find <laughs> so gross. there was like licorice alcohol there was tequila, tequila. wine like no, every, like, yeah. it was awful all the alcohol <laughs> Every bit of alcohol in the house that we could find, there was some of it in this one bottle. Oh my god. It was so disgusting that M was literally like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like holding back all my throw up because I was like, I need to keep this alcohol in my system. I'm trying to feel this right now. Yeah, we both were in, and it was so (laughs) gross, and we were like, we have to finish it. Wine and tequila and licorice already together is making me horrible. Yeah, and my mouth is watering like I want to throw up thinking. I remember M would be like, I can't drink anymore of this dude, and she'd leave for about 20 seconds and then come back and be like, okay, give me more. (laughs) Had, Had either of you drank already? No. No. Okay, so this was like this a, was a bonding first experience. Our first time being under the influence ever. Okay. Ever in our lives. We finished the bottle. Of so course. I, yeah. <laughs> I would be upset yeah. if you did not. We finished it. It yeah. had Skittles in the bottom by the end. Oh my god, I, I forgot. <laughs> we tried to flavor it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot. And Mountain Dew. The little geniuses yeah. that you are. You're like, well, this is candy in yeah. it. <laughs> so no. giggly. Yeah, and, and warm. Did, had you guys like planned this? You were like, we both want to get drunk. Let's do it together. Yes. We were like, let's let's get the alcohol and we'll, we'll I think see what we happens. always knew that we wanted to try stuff. Like, it, I think we could both feel it in our bones that we were going to do. You were messed up stuff, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that we really we didn't really give a shit, honestly. Okay. But I think that after that time of drinking, I don't think that we drank again for a while. No. That was the summer of eighth grade, and then high school started. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the summer after eighth grade, and then we went into ninth grade, and um. I feel like such a late bloomer. Yes. (laughs) Then it was freshman year when we first tried smoking weed together yep we so we had we took we took the same bus and very quickly we (laughs) very quickly we fell well didn't fall into but we became friends with the kids in our neighborhood and it just so happened that one of them um particularly enjoyed marijuana (laughs) (laughs) um so I remember us having the conversation on the bus of like, 
do you want to smoke weed? (laughs) (laughs) I think we were both really nervous to like talk about it, not knowing how the other person would feel. And then we were just like, oh yeah, so so we're going to do it. So we're going to do that. (laughs) And so we made the plans and uh, the first time we smoked, we were at the mall and the train tracks yeah behind the mall and i got high on your first time yeah i feel like that's not common i did not oh there we go (laughs) (laughs) i was like sitting there i'm like do i feel anything they're like i think you would know they're like are you hungry i was like no (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like scarfing chinese food like this is so good (laughs) and i'm like watching her like And, uh, so I got stoned and I was like, okay, well, I wasn't stoned yet. I was just like, hi. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, okay, this is, this stoned is all right. Stoned for the first time, yeah. Yeah. And, uh. We continued to, well, Emily continued to smoke weed and get high. I continued to keep trying to smoke weed and keep not getting high over and over and over again. In that night or in nights Like like days days to come. A long period. Like I probably tried like 25 times and I could not get high. I mean, people would do all kinds of like, you know, let me blow this in your mouth and smoke (laughs) out of this thing. Oh, let me blow this blunt backwards or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Let me do all these things. They it never worked. worked. <laughs> Were you ever really a weed person anyway? Uh, no. But I will tell you that the very first time <laughs> I did get high, it just so happened it was the first time that we decided to smoke before school. We got up. <laughs> we, we, we got up at like five o'clock in the morning, and it was pitch dark out, and we walked and met this person from our neighborhood. Shaggy. What? Yeah. What were your parents? What? Hold on. What did you tell your family when you were leaving the house that early before the bus even got there? We didn't. Oh. I didn't. I don't know. You just went. Miranda, I did. I just left. I had, I lived like where I could go outside and like, no, like you no could one go outside? <laughs> I had my own door to the outdoors and maybe it wasn't five o'clock in the morning, but it was dark. I believe you though. It was dark. It, it might, was dark. it might've been like, maybe time. it was like six or something, but oh, it was, yeah. Big it was, difference. <laughs> School started at 7.03. I wish the people listening could see the face Emily was making. That was like last episode when you were giving me all this thing and I got, stop! Like, you were just like, stop antagonizing stop me. Okay, so it's 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and you're getting weed, and it's the first time you're smoking before school. Yep. And? And? I lost it. <laughs> I, I, um... I couldn't even take steps onto the bus. I did not understand how to move my feet. (laughs) And I was freaking out. I knew I was going to have to be at school. And by the time I actually made it on the bus, I was like sitting there and I was, I think I was screaming. No, she was like, she was like freaking out. You weren't screaming, like making a loud scene. But if anyone could have seen you, they would have known that something was wrong with you because you were like I no one can see me I don't know how to explain what I'm like she was like I was like I can't I can't I have to get out of here I gotta go back home I can't I can't and I had a bag of flaming hot Cheetos in my hand and Em just slapped me across the face and she was like shut up and eat your Cheetos (laughs) (laughs) and I did exactly that I sat there 
And like when I was looking outside at the window, every stop sign felt like it was coming to my face, like really close. And I was flinching like every five <laughs> seconds. And I had this, like my mouth was so dry with flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> and I was just super high in the yeah. seat behind her, just chilling. like chilling, like yeah. trying not to fall asleep. Yeah. And I went, I went into school and just fell asleep in, in class. I don't even remember. I didn't like smoking before school. Yeah. No, I was Wasn't. so... I always, like, thought smoking weed before an event was, like, a good idea, and then I did it, and I was just, like, fucking zonked. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not like, yeah. No. I'm no, just like, not. I want to lay down, please. And there was one time, um, we, we, like, all were, like, my friend had, like, extra swipes into a dining hall in college over the summer. And so she was like, let's all get super stoned and, and go, go eat the, all yeah. the food. So we like do that and we're walking to the dining hall and all of a sudden like there's a cop in front of us and <laughs> I go into super like stiff <gasps> back, <Yeah>. straight <laughs> arms, like chin up in the air, like walking like I'm sober, but it's so obvious that I'm not. <laughs> like I'm so, I, I look insane. Like and a we robot. finally get by the cop and I was like, oh. my friend was like, what were you just doing? And I was like, we were walking by a cop. And she goes, look at that. I turned around. It was a crossing guard. <laughs> oh, my God. Full on crossing guard. No authority whatsoever other than to help children cross the street. And I thought it was a cop. Um, cool. So when do, um, is it too early to ask? When we get into hard drugs. Oh, yo, that's a good one. I was going to ask, when did things get bad? But I guess hard drugs would be the next um, topic. Well, it kind of was like a slow trickle into yeah. it. Like, my senior year, I pretty much was going to not graduate unless I, like, retook Stop all these smoking classes. Weed before school. <laughs> well, no, I actually didn't smoke weed that much, but I was taking Adderall every single day just to, like, pass my classes because mm. I didn't know any other way to handle life. So then... You were doing, like, Yeah, I was doing benzos. So after we smoked weed, the next, like, three years of high school, um, I stopped smoking weed for one of the years. I didn't smoke the whole year, but I was doing benzos a lot, and I loved them. They, They were, it was like, I, that was, like, one of my moments of like I love this. Like, this is pure bliss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really, it wasn't like something that I needed at the time. Like it was just like, oh, you have those? Cool. I'll take them. I'll buy them all. I'll buy as many as you have. And then when they were gone, they were gone. And I was like, okay, cool. Like move on with my life. And then I was also doing Adderall and Concerta. Like we were doing pills in high school. A lot of pills that were like. And I was doing massive amounts of Molly. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy to me. Like high schoolers doing Molly. All this is crazy to me because like the thought of just even doing drugs in high school, I just was so not that person. My junior year. I wanted to be. I almost always had a bottle of alcohol in my backpack and after school was almost always either smoking weed or doing Molly. Have you considered that you might be an addict? (laughs) 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 What would you say? um, What did the substances build the relationship? Uh, in like interrupted in any kind of way like what was as you guys started exploring more and more was it something that you guys bonded over or you just kind of did separately or 
I think we did it was just some kind stuff of like, together, but yeah. sometimes it was something for both of us to do. Like, we had this one period of time where every Friday we would take benzos and go shopping, and that was our whole day. <laughs> that like, was what we did. Every Friday. That's We knew that's what we were going to do. Was this summer, or you did it during the school year? I don't remember. <laughs> I think this was I don't I don't remember. Yeah. I think um we had graduated. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> but there was also a period of time where we were very healthy and we did not do drugs. When we went to the gym every single day oh, yeah. and we ate very well, like nothing was bad in high school gotcha. for me in gotcha. my perspective. Yeah. Where there wasn't really an issue. I mean, we used to drink. I used to bring we would like drink on field trips, like bring the bottle. I would bring the bottle, of Captain. Someone else would bring Coke. We would be mixing it on the bus, like getting. <laughs> I remember just like getting hammered at the Museum of Science one time, and they were like, "Yo, you gotta like chill out." Is that when you pierced Meredith's ears? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the museum. On the bus. On the bus. Put the earrings out of my ears. Well, you just took your yeah. earring out, just shoved it. Uh-huh. Oh my god, on a buzz. Yeah, we were both drunk. It was fine. That's so it was funny. I was like, um, I wish I had gone on that trip. <laughs> um, so really quick, we are gonna pause right here and come right back because Emily has to make a work phone call. Don't go anywhere. It's just gonna start right away. And we're back. Okay. Um, and hi. you didn't even know we left. Yeah. And so, okay. So you're heavily drinking and it's, we're still in the fun times. Um, and I guess we will say very quickly, I, we could have started with this. There would be a lot of war stories in this. Marina was like, can we do this? Like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Um, so if you are someone who is in recovery and this is getting too difficult, turn it off. Um, but yeah. This is part of the story. This is fucking story. Time. From excitement to desolation. <laughs> Don't get triggered. There is hope that comes. Hope yeah. is on its way. So what um what's next? Um I don't really know where we were, but basically You were piercing some girls ear on a bus. Yeah, so high school was like all fun and games, random pills that people were like, Hey, you wanna try these? And we were like, Yeah, sure, what's it gonna do? We always we thought we were like safe and would always Google the pills before we took them. Good. Like, what is this? Um, and then for me, the my senior year of high school was when I started drinking like a, a lot, so to say. I never drank every day, but um, every weekend we were out partying. I would get super, super drunk and get up at six o'clock the next morning and work a sixteen-hour shift and then go do it all over again for for a week oh to be young just whatever like living and mind you it's the middle of summer and where i'm working is well over 100 degrees all day Mm -hmm. um so but still all all fun and games yeah having a great time Mm -hmm. because i was working in the kitchen at that time which is also like 100 degrees long shifts and stuff and yeah, like all my coworkers would go out after work and get drunk. And even though I was underage, they would get me in. So I was drinking almost like every night, but still just thinking that's like what people do. Yeah. And then um, on Marina's 18th birthday, I did Molly for the first time. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. We yeah, went it's to not like. Your first time. No. 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 So no. Miranda had been doing Molly and I knew she was doing Molly, but like I was content with my with the pill with the benzos I was doing. Like I was like, this is fine. I don't really I don't really like care about that. 
Um, and then I think, I don't remember if we, I don't remember like if we were like, yeah, I'll do Molly on your birthday or what happened, but we went to this club and I, we were in the bathroom and some girl was like, do you want this? And we were like, (laughs) yeah. And so that was the first time I rolled. And then, um, I think that was in 2014, like for a couple months after that, we rolled all the time. Mm -hmm. We did Molly all the time together. Um, we took a trip to New Jersey, which, uh, why? Because our, one of our friends had a beach house down there and we, uh, what did we do, Miranda? (laughs) Well, on the drive down, I don't remember. Because I, I think we were on Conopin. We were on Capins driving down. We were stuck in that shitty New Jersey traffic. The two of you were driving on Capins. I was driving. Okay. Miranda yes. was in the passenger seat. Our two friends were in the back, like, tripping already. Three friends. Three, it was No, it was two, because the third one met us there. No, we picked him up in New York, remember? Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, my God. You see how much I remember? Yeah. Bezos. Yeah. So, so they were all, they all took acid and I said no because I knew we were going to do Molly. So when we got to the beach house. Candy flip. Yeah. When we got to the yep. beach house, we took the Molly and then they were like, here, just candy flip, do take the acid too. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and yeah. And then that was like, I apologize in advance, but I'm going to glorify drugs. That was, yep. um. One of the best experiences that I have ever had in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, listen, this would actually be a really good topic, but like to act like there was never a good time is delusional and stupid. Yeah. Like if it wasn't fun, I, I wouldn't mean, have kept doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, did, it wasn't fun in the end and it has, it has not been fun for a while. But, but it was. Yeah. And yeah. like this is, you know, that's why I'm like not too worried. Like I'm going to definitely have to pray after this because like Molly gets my heart fucking going. <laughs> but I think, I think that's okay to say. And like that, this is, you know, building blocks to you two's relationship with each other, with yourself, with substances. Like, yeah, of course. So that weekend was like plus anything called a candy flip should be fun (laughs) it was it was very fun but miranda and i also had this experience together that weekend that um really strengthened our bond on like a molecular level yeah (laughs) like uh, like, like literally our cells and our all of our spiritual being like merged we became one that night we were like one person we had the same trip the same feeling the same reactions to things for the most part um it just like we like leveled up sure. <laughs> in, in like the, the friendship world and we were already closer and like had a a more i don't know what word i want to use prominent relationship than most people that we ever knew like in a little a little more back again in high school me and Miranda were always super close friends but we didn't really have any other super close friends like we would hang out with this group of people we would hang out with this group of people we would hang out with these people like 
we were friends with everyone, but we were the unit. The yeah, like we were a package deal. If one of us was doing something, the other one was doing it too. Or we were on the phone with each other, being like, "You should be here right now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like this is stupid. Where are you? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had that experience, and that was great. And then, when would you say it started to get problematic for either of you? Um, so I had a friend move in with me, um, who I okay. So I was very naive to um, opiate drugs, other than that I knew I had a couple friends in high school who or a friend in high school who started doing uh, opiate drugs in high school and her life fell apart and we were like, okay, we're, I'm, I was like, I'm never, I'm not going to do that. Like that shit ruins people's lives. Like we, I had heard about it and like seen some of these effects and was like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, and then I had a friend move in with me who I didn't know really had a problem. Like, she told me, oh, like, I used to do that, but I don't do it anymore. It's fine. And me not knowing anything about drug addiction or anything really was like, okay, whatever, fine, cool. Come in, move in. Um, And I don't remember when it was, but, like, I picked her and her other friend up from work one night, and they were like, oh, go go into this parking lot across the street and I was like why like okay and they're like oh we're gonna we're gonna smoke a perk I was like okay and then (laughs) like long story short I ended up doing uh my first like opiate drug that night and I went home and I was like didn't tell Miranda for like two days or something because I was like felt shame because Mm -hmm. I don't think I did because when I did tell you you were like Oh, I already did that. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me, but I was yeah. like, no, because I did it like 12 hours later. Yeah. Okay. So we like unknowingly did it at the same time. Yeah. Our cycles are synced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember the very next day, that girl um, asked if I wanted to hang out, and I brought her over, and she's like, hey, do you want to smoke a perk? And I, yes, okay, I remember, because I was like, no, like... I'm not trying to, like, do that, whatever. She's like, why? I did it with Emily yesterday. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, then it looks like I just might have to. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. And, like, I I don't really think that was the thing that made me want to do it. It was them telling me about it and how it makes you feel that I was like, I would like to feel like that. And, yeah, so I did it that day. And it was a it was a slow progression. Um, we used to get them and split them. <laughs> we used to get three, and we would have sleepovers, and we would split one and smoke one by ourselves, and we would fall asleep holding hands every night. <laughs> <laughs> Just in love. Uh, yeah. In love. Um, and then I remember the first time that I got sick, and I was like, "Oh my god." I gotta go do a perk. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, we gotta go do more. And, and, uh, I still was like, okay, whatever. I still was working. I was still paying my bills. Like, it was a slow progression. And then, um, I met, uh, I became romantically involved with a 
a drug dealer. Oh, crazy. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. And that was when my life went down the shitter. Or started to go down the shitter. Yeah, I remember I slept at Em's house one night. And she had already told me that she was starting to feel like shit. Like, when she woke up in the mornings and stuff. And one morning I woke up at her house and I went into the bathroom and I threw up. And I was like, well, guess I'm sick too. Looks like I'm an addict. And I was like... <laughs> You want to go get high? <laughs> and then we just we just kept doing it, like not even really thinking about the consequences. And I was already working at a very sick job where everybody was drinking and high all the time. So like it really didn't affect me because I could just go to work and do the exact same things and yeah. nobody said anything, you know. Um, and that was like ultimately my demise as well. Whose life went downhill first oh, oh. <laughs> was it you we went we went to downhill pretty rapidly together not like physically together no, but yeah, like just... at the same time for different reasons yeah pretty quickly and then um i did all kinds of crazy shit and i I don't know who, maybe it was you that was first. I think it was you that was first in, yeah. the, in the real shithole. <laughs> I, I very quickly already, like, couldn't hold down a job, was crashing cars. Like, I always had no money. I could not function. Like, I honestly, sometimes I would look at M and be like, yo, like, how do you work through the whole day sick? Like, I, I can't do it. I would just not show up to a job. I'd be like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I can't get out of bed. I can't function. Yeah. Um, so because of that, like, I mean, I, luckily I had lots of people who would, like, just let me stay at their house and mooch off of them, and they just liked having me around. So, like, I guess that, like, kind of, like, helped me per se back then but when does you two's relationship start to get rocky um when i i was involved with this person um <laughs> i was in a, a very abusive relationship that i have mentioned on here before and i thought everything was fine like i had um I don't know what you call that, but like batter wife syndrome where I was like, oh, this is fine. This is just how I live now. Mm -hmm. And that caused a riff in our relationship because like my, yeah, okay. because my loyalty like was burdened sometimes. Like it was like I had to choose between basically it was like looking at it now it was like i had to choose between miranda and the drugs yeah and the drugs always won because i was a hardcore drug addict at this point where like i couldn't function without the drugs and if i didn't basically like bow down to this person and fulfill their wishes and do whatever they wanted like i didn't get the drugs mm -hmm. so that put a big hole in our relationship where like I was not kind I was not able to like hold plans like it was just it was not good like yeah. oh sorry go oh you sure yeah okay. of course yeah. <laughs> well so this like really bothered me especially because I was the one who introduced them together but I was also a very like naive person like 
I assumed that however somebody came off to me the first few times I met them, that that's how they were because that's how I was. So I didn't know that this person was as a fake ass bitch. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I didn't understand that. So I did feel like um, it was kind of my fault, but you know, parts of me would be really upset that like I just wanted to hang out with her and see her. But there was always like that part of me that understood too. And it was like, no matter how like, kind of like hurt I was, if she called me and was like, let's hang out right now, I dropped everything to hang out with her because I was like, this is my time. Like, (laughs) this is my moment. (laughs) But yeah, like I eventually had to come to terms with the fact that if I wanted to see M, I had to see that person too. Mm -hmm. And I would just put on my suit of armor and I had to just stick it out so that I could see my best friend, you know? When did you guys... This part is as equally fascinating to me, and you guys don't have to as much talk about it if you don't want, but when do you start to not be friends? Um, uh, I would say when you, when you got in a relationship with your person. <laughs> yeah. The way they're we, looking at each other right now is really good. I was trying to think of how, we both know what we're talking yeah. about, yeah. but I was trying to think of how to say it. We both, so I was still in this same relationship for, I was in this abusive, like toxic relationship for like three and a half years. Um, around probably like the two, two or three year mark, Miranda also found herself in a toxic shitty relationship it actually was with somebody who i was good friends with for a while and we used to have a lot of fun together and go out to the bars and stuff but there hit this point where we were both i don't know we just started getting sicker the more that we hung out together and this this person was like the only thing i had really I, if, if I didn't have a place to stay, this person helped. If I didn't have like food, this person helped. If I wanted to go out and have fun, this person was always there like at my becking call and I definitely used that to my advantage and it started to become like I was very, very isolated from the world. Like I, I didn't really hang out with anybody. This person got all of my attention. Can can I just... Miranda also used to go for days without answering her phone. Like, <laughs> like Miranda was one of those people where... Knowing you now, I don't find that surprising. Where so. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hear from her for like three or four days. And I was like, okay. But even before we like really, really got into drugs, like that's how it was. Miranda would just go and do her own thing. And I'd be like, oh, well, she'll be back. Yeah. It'll be fine. My friends used to call me a nomad because (laughs) I just went wherever I felt like going and I didn't want to like answer to anybody or have anybody ask me questions. I literally could not stand looking (laughs) at my phone. I just was like, when people would be like, oh, when am I going to see you next? I'd be like, I don't know, whenever you see me. (laughs) Yeah. Emily did not like that though. I did not like that. <laughs> Especially when you got in that relationship with that person because then I'm like, is she dead? Because this was where our our drug use had progressed to the level of like, did you did you switch to heroin and you overdosed and you died? Like are you did somebody kill you? Like I yeah. it, 
the yeah. consequences are getting yeah. more and more real. More yeah. and yeah. more, like, steep and real. And that was when I used to get, like, really, really nervous. And I had already OD'd at that point, And I wasn't even using heroin. I was just doing, like, mixing too much stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, so... And I would just, like, get mad if people, like, asked me. I'd be yeah. like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> so the relationship... You each having a relationship with outside men starts to sever your relationship with each other. Yeah. Women. <laughs> Either way. Whatever. No. Oh my god, I was talking about a different person. Really? I forgot about the person that you're talking the about. The main one. Who are you talking? Whisper. I'm talking about people. No. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> For you at home, they're oh, whispering back okay, and okay. forth. That's like further down. Yeah. We're, so I went further ahead than Miranda did. But okay. yes, okay. Now it, it makes sense again. Your yeah, that, that relationship was that was awful because that person did not get along with the person I was seeing. So. The four of us together was a fucking train wreck. I don't even remember us all being together. We never were because it was yeah, it, it was worked. didn't work. So what does it look like when you two are not friends? Um I mean, there was never really a point in time where we were like not friends. Like there was a point in time, so like in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about it in random. So there was this one point where she went to Oregon and she was there for like a really long time. And at that point, I kind of was like sick of going out and like partying. I was becoming like the isolating. We can't have more time? No, I'm, just not, I'm <laughs> no. telling her how long it's been. <laughs> I don't care. And If people don't want to listen, they don't have to. Okay. But y'all bitches should listen. Yeah. <laughs> and... So I was like starting to be like the isolating type where I just wanted to sit in my house and do my drugs like and I was like really sad like I went into like a really deep depression when she was gone like I really didn't hang out with or see anybody I just like almost like her not being close enough to me no matter how much we talked or not it like saddened my soul because I knew she wasn't just there but further along when I was living at that ex's house I was like in complete isolation like yeah I I really wasn't allowed to go and do anything or else it caused like a huge fight and I was always doing something bad which I was and (laughs) yeah so around that time like me and Em we would go like weeks without talking but our relationships were the same. I couldn't leave my house. I couldn't go out and do things or else I was got in trouble. Even though I actually wasn't doing bad things. But, like, for me to go and see Miranda was, like, this fucking production. Like, it was, like, a... a it was horrible. Yeah. Makes my heart hurt. And I didn't want to deal with the repercussions for doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. Anyway. And I think it was, like, it was kind of sad for us to see each other. Because, like, you don't yeah. notice how shitty your own life is. But when you see somebody that you really care about, it, like, hits you, like... We're fucked. How... Did we like, get here? We're like, oh, my God. Like, how how are you going to get out of this? And how are we going to get out of this? Like, what are we supposed to do? Which is a perfect transition of, like, 
So who talk about times where one of you like who tried to get sober first? Did you do it together? Talk about times where one of you is trying to get sober and one of you is not, and vice versa and stuff. What is that time like? So I was the first one to go to rehab. Um, Yay! <laughs> but in my mind, like it was so early into my like using career yeah. that I was like, I'll just go to rehab and then I'll come back and I'll be fine. Like I just have to be so I don't get sick anymore, yeah. and then it'll be fine and I'll be able to control it. Well, it never worked. Most of the phone calls were, "All right, pick me up. Okay, yeah. I'm coming. Yeah. We're going to get stuff, right? Yeah, yeah." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Of course." <laughs> yeah. So I went to rehab a couple times. Um, I went to rehab like a lot of times before Miranda went to rehab. Yeah. I had tried. So my dad, he was in like recovery from drugs and alcohol. And so he was trying to get me to home detox. And there was one point where I made it like four days, but I was still drinking. So not really. And like M came over and stuff and it just, it just didn't last. I wasn't ready. I was really only doing it to like appease yeah so i went to rehab first but ultimately in the end miranda got sober first okay i did i did yay (laughs) what is um do each of you have experience of one of you being sober and the other one using no just you just Miranda. miranda what what is that like Cause all, let me just say all the times that I like got sober was for like a week uh, or a month. No, not even a week. Like it wasn't, it was never like a, an amount of time to have any sort of effect on the relationship. Yeah. So wait until, before you answer that question, what would you say is the worst moment between the two of you? I don't, I, we probably have different ones. That's you tell me yours. You tell me yours. Mine was when, I don't know how much you're comfortable with me disclosing on, uh, on here, but we... You can edit it if you're, if you're not. Okay. Um, when you were, when you were with the person that I mentioned to you that you were with and the we, person. we had you committed. Oh, yes. Miranda disappeared and, um, was in a very unsafe bad place i was living in a trailer (laughs) shitting in a bucket yeah (laughs) yep and um her dad her dad called me and we all got together and we had marina committed but it didn't last because like in the state of new hampshire you can't have somebody involuntarily committed unless they are like truly in psychosis like truly truly unable to function um so she I think you were you were in the hospital for maybe 24 hours. I don't really remember. No, nope. um, they made me stay the full 72 hours, and I was so mad that they wouldn't let me eat chicken pot pie because I needed utensils. I was flipping out on nurses. Like, I mean, I was livid every second that I was in there. And I every time that the doctor who would check me off, like, to go home, nicest person ever said mm-hmm. i'm going home yeah. <laughs> yeah you have no reason to keep me here yeah. so when miranda escaped from the hospital <laughs> um <laughs> that laugh. it was <laughs> it was kind of like for me i was like okay i can't um i can't do this anymore mm-hmm. like i don't 
Meanwhile, like, I'm a fucking shit show. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm a, just an absolute train wreck. But I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is too much. And I'm, that is like the most significant moment I remember of being like, very, very, very sad. I wasn't angry. I was just very sad because I was like, I don't have, I don't have a Miranda anymore. Like, she is gone. <laughs> so that is my moment of it being the worst for me. And for you? So I have one from when we were using and then for one in my time okay. sober when she was not. There are no rules here. Okay. <laughs> so I think when we were using, it probably was when I let you and that person move into my house. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. It was it was really hard. I felt like like every time I stepped into like my own house, that person would be like yelling at me like your voice is too loud, you're so annoying, like stop talking, like go away, like you're disgusting, like all this crazy stuff and you know it hurt that I I knew M would not say anything because she needed to get what she needed to get and I understood that, but it also hurt to not have anybody to stand up for me. Um, and at one point, I this bad situation happened while M was in the bathroom and I tried telling her what happened and I think a part of her believed me but also did not believe me. Like, she wasn't allowed to believe me. She was so, like, deep in it. Yeah. And... It ended up being the thing that made me like move out of my house and essentially become homeless because I couldn't stay there anymore. And yeah, the fact that like she didn't even even in solitude, just the two of us give us give me the satisfaction that like she believed me. Like it like broke my heart because I knew that that was not the M that had been there my whole life, you know. Mm -hmm. And it. I just, I remember looking at her and being like, wow, like, I'm never going to get her away from this person. Like, she will be stuck to this person for forever. Mm -hmm. And I thought I would never get her back. I did, though. It has a happy ending. Um, so, um, yes, thank you both for being, this is, I love this. I really, really Wait, love but this. what was the recovery one? Well, we're getting there. Yeah. Because now I want to oh. say, now it's back to my original question, which was like, start to talk to me, Miranda, about what it was like to be the one who's getting, really getting sober first. Um, what was that like? Getting sober or seeing her? Uh, more seeing her. Yes. So. More focused on the relationship. I was very ready to be sober. I was like, there is no other way for me. So I just like dove head first into it. And I think I had 30 days or something like that. And I needed to get a license so that I could get a job so that I could start moving forward. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have an address to send it to. So I had to send it, send it to M's address. And when I went there, I went with my mom. To M's address of the house that you moved out of, that you moved them into? Oh, no, they oh, got okay, 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 okay. No. We all got evicted from oh. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we, the sheriff came and everything. We're doing real good. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, her, her parents' house. And, um, yeah, so I walked upstairs knowing what I was going to be walking into, but it was the first time I had ever really seen her, especially, like, 
yeah. I, I be using yeah. when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I just remember looking at, like, her arms and her face and, like, I was like, oh, my God. And I knew that she had just done something the second before I walked <laughs> in the door. And it was just, like, it was so awful. I was like, oh, my God. That's when it really hit me. What am I going to do if I'm sober and she's not? Like, yeah. how long is this going to go on for? Like, it was awful. And I, just to note, I had progressed into IV use. Miranda did not mm-hmm. progress into IV I use. I progressed way into, like, the depths of mm-hmm. as far as you could go into addiction. Sure. Um, it's not that I wouldn't do it. It just wasn't my preference. So, like, I had done it. One of the times I OD'd, I did that. But it wasn't my preference. Sure. So. So that was, um, I don't even remember if I knew you were sober or not. I don't remember if I knew that. Yeah, I, th- I think I think I probably know. did. And I was just like, okay. But how much well, you actually but, retained. Well, at, yeah. this, <laughs> at this point, me and Miranda didn't really talk. Like, we were still friends. We both, like, we talked about at the beginning. Like, we always knew that there was, like, that love there. But we didn't really talk. Because we were doing completely different things. Yeah. Like, I was a mess. I was all over the map. I had just been in Florida, and I was, like, here and there and everywhere and whatever. Um, so, and Miranda was doing whatever she was doing. We didn't really talk a lot. Like, when important things happened, Miranda would call me, but I also didn't have her phone number. <laughs> Miranda trashed, like, trashed her old phone number, got a new one, and I didn't have it, so I had no way to get in touch with her. So when I got sober, the day before I left rehab, I smashed my phone. I wrote down zero numbers. Nice. I just... I you were ready. I was like, I'm not taking any of this with me. And I took my time on how long it took me to reach out to people. Yeah. Like, um... With M, the only reason I actually reached out to her was because I desperately needed an ID because I needed a job. Mm-hmm. And that's why I brought my mom with me because I was like, I Walking into the lion's yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I need to take a safe person with me. I walked downstairs. I was like, I was like, Mom, I swear, no drugs. You want to check my bag? I <laughs> There's nothing here. <laughs> but, yeah. That didn't really phase me. Like, Miranda being sober didn't really phase me. I was not ready Mm -hmm. to stop. I went on to use for almost an entire year more after that. I think I got sober when you had, like, eight or nine months sober. Yeah. Um, I finally got sober. And I don't think you knew. Did you know? I had no idea that she got sober. Um, I... Would call her periodically just to, I would call her like from the house phone at my sober house just to check in with her and yeah, I was, it was just a very sad period Yeah, I was so lonely, like everybody around me was like either older than me or was just like living in their nonsense and I was like, um, where's my smelly? (laughs) (laughs) And what, what were you going to say would be the worst moment while you were sober and she was not? That was that, that moment. That. Yeah, yeah. When I went to her house and I saw her. In the, mainly, I saw her arms and yeah. her face. And yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah, I was not. Especially with 30 days sober. I mean, you really are seeing shit. Like, yeah. Really it was very apparent. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what would you say? So loneliness and stuff. What was any other highlights from that eight to nine months with without her in recovery? It was just a periodic thing that would pop up for me, especially when I wanted to go do fun stuff and I did not really like the people around me. Like, the only people I got along with was like older people mm-hmm. and they don't really want to go do fun stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> it, would, it would just hit me randomly, like on a really nice summer day, I'd be like, damn, like I wish my girl was around to like just hang out. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I did not focus my energy on that. I focused it on recovery and getting sober and like healing and getting better, yeah. you know? It, it, it is, uh, it's remarkable to me that two people that were so close didn't pull each other back out. Well, like, Miranda you guys cut really focused on yourself. Miranda cut off all contact, so I couldn't just like call her and be like, "Hey." But also, I will say like while I was in active use, I was not a person that would be like come and get high with me. Sure. Like that was like a big no for me. Anytime I left rehab and was like I'm going to get high and people were like I'm coming with you, I'd be like, "No, you're not." Mm-hmm. Like, stay here. If you leave, like, I want nothing to do with you. I'm not doing it. Like, I was like, I will go out myself with me, and, like, I will deal with that. You're not coming with me. Mm -hmm. Like, I was not... That was not my thing. Because I, I knew how miserable I was. I was just not willing to do anything about it that wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. (laughs) Would you say either of you were ever, so now let's fast forward. Like you're both, you're getting sober. You are sober, you know, whatever were, was there ever a moment of, uh, trepidation or nervousness to rekindle a friendship? We actually, um, rekindled like by surprise. Okay. I guess you could call it by surprise. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell the story or we can both tell it, I guess, from other sides. So go ahead. You go. So I was going, so so I was in rehab and there was this place that we used to go to go to like recovery meetings and stuff. And the rehab required that we went to a certain amount of week. So I was going to this place and I was walking in the door and as I'm walking in the door, I hear someone go, yo, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And my heart was like pounding. When I recognized that it was her, I kind of, it hit me like the nervousness of like, oh fuck, like, are are we friends? Like, are are we going to be friends? Like, can we be sober together? Like, should I say anything? But I was like. How do I not say anything to my girl over there? So I whipped around and I was like, who the fuck (laughs) is saying this to me? And then I didn't recognize you for a second. And then I was like, oh my God, like, what are you doing here? Because I knew like where you were for sober living and it's very, it's not very far, but it's far away from here. Like you wouldn't just casually be there. So we had an awkward conversation. Because I had just moved. Yeah. To where we both were, and that's why I was at that place. So we had, like, our conversation, said our hellos, went and did what we were doing, um, left, and then I saw you again at another one. We just happened to, like, I happened to, like, park next to you, yeah. and you were like, yo, and I was like, what's up? And so we went to that, we went to that meeting. Um, I think we were just kind of, like, testing out the waters, like, you know, I kind of wanted to see, like, 
where I would see her around and kind of like observe her situation because yeah. I was very particular about who I allowed into my life. Because like if you weren't getting better, like we were not friends. I love that. And I was just we're like, very, we're all three very similar on that. I was just like. Miranda doesn't like me anymore. I'm just like, it's, it's fine. Miranda has new friends. It's okay. I no and I just kind of like, was like floating around like whatever. And I remember the first time that we made like plans to hang out, I was so nervous. Because I was like, is this going to be normal? Like, is it going to be like regular? Like, how do I act? What do I, what do I do? Do I just, how do I act normal? Because this is me still like in early sobriety, like not really knowing how to function sober at all and then like trying to function sober with somebody who I used to function extremely fucked up with even though we had a relationship before that like the most recent thing was the pits of hell so I was like is this gonna be normal like what are we gonna do are we gonna be able to talk are we gonna laugh like I was like super but then it was fine what was our first hangout I don't remember I don't remember either drugs really did number on my brain (laughs) I don't remember all I I when I think about it I'm just like yeah we've just we're just best friends like that's (laughs) just that's just what it is what's funny though is that whole time when we weren't talking like, especially when I was sober, I told everybody about her. I was like, oh, my best friend, Emily, one day she'll be sober. One day we'll be together, blah, blah, blah. You know her, right? Well, like, I yeah. just talked about her all the time to people, like, as if people knew her. Like, I kept her spirit alive. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I would talk about Miranda, too. Like, even, like, when she was used, I mean, when she was sober and I was still using, like, it would just, we have always talked about each other like the other person knows who we're talking about. I'm sure you can yeah. attest oh, yes, to that. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh yeah, Miranda. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm sure people listening to this podcast can attest to that. We talk about Miranda a lot. Yeah, the two of you. <laughs> this noise. It's a sound. Um <laughs> but yeah, like it was just like character. when my friends finally got to meet Miranda, it was like you're Miranda and the same thing for you was like people got to meet me and were like yeah they would just be like oh (laughs) it all makes sense now (laughs) and talk to me about what it's like to be friends now with what is your relationship like now what's happened what is it like to be friends based in solution and spirituality I think it's great yeah, it works out very well. Like, we still have that same dynamic from when we were kids, but, like... More adulty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, our conversations... Like, obviously, we still, like, shit talk and stuff because we're best friends, but for the most part, like, we will literally sit there for hours talking about, like, recovery and spirituality and, like, all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's definitely helped me to be a better friend to Emily. Like... Like I said before, I was like the pushover and like I always felt like I was a leader, but really I followed the pack like all the time and like having two like opposite people who are also very the same, like we're able to be the same and learn from each other and grow with each other and stuff. Hold each other accountable and put different perspectives on things. Mm -hmm. Like I... We'll talk about something, and Miranda's like, Em, 
and then whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, I never would have thought about it like that. Like, that yeah. never would have been a thing. Like, that was profound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Em will ask me questions sometimes where I'm just like, oh my god, I have no idea. <laughs> and she'll just be like, you should find that out, yeah. you know? Like, she'll ask questions where I'm like, wow, like, I literally had never even thought of that. Mm-hmm. What was the decision to get married? <laughs> okay, so we're not legally married because everyone says, oh, is it legal whenever we talk about this? It was a friendship ceremony. We had a, a very nice ceremony um, to Why? officiate our friendship because we have been through hell and back and made it and our brains are still connected. Yeah. We still are one person in two bodies. <laughs> so the original idea came because my mom started a side business for um, marrying people. She's like an ordained justice of the peace. And she wanted like, uh, what's it called? when Like a, a, like a trial, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it would be such a good idea if me and Em got married. Yeah. And so one night when we were bowling, <laughs> I got down on one knee. And I held up a ring and I was like, Em, will you be my best friend <laughs> or forever? <laughs> and I said yes. <laughs> and that's this little ring that I wear all the time. I had no idea. This little one is my best friends in love ring. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, we planned the whole ceremony and stuff. And the song that we walked into was the circle of life. From the Lion King. Yep, I'm a, I'm a familiar. Yeah, and then the song that we walked <laughs> away to was Stacy's Mom. That <laughs> just sums up our relationship okay. all in one yeah. thing. But yeah, we planned it out. We had this big, like we got dresses. It was a full, a full ceremony, family, food, friends, the whole thing. Um, and it was really beautiful. And it was like, I feel like it was healing not only to me and Miranda, but our families. Yeah. Um, it was like a big thing for my family because growing up, obviously, like our my Miranda was like a part of my family. Yeah. I was a part of Miranda's family, and then as things like got worse in our addictions, like my family would be like, "Oh, we miss Miranda. Like, are you guys still friends?" Like, it was like very difficult for more than just us, mm-hmm. and. So being able to, like, bring everyone together and have this beautiful, like, ceremony of just, like, healing was really, it was, like, really profound, I think, for yeah. for some members of at least my family um, to see us reunited after all the bullshit. Because yeah. they know most of the bullshit that yeah. we went through. Yeah, I think it was pretty, like, baffling for my family like, I know my mom was just totally thrown at the thought that, like, wow, we made it through all of that together, and we're, st- we're still friends, and doing a friendship ceremony, yeah. and, like, apologizing doing- for all of our mistakes. Yeah. Like, we, like, went to each other. We sat at a coffee shop and apologized for all the dirty deeds we did to each other. Like Yeah, we made and- full, full-blown amends for all the... All the dirty, sure. all the dirty, because there was, there yeah. was, there was bullshit, there was betrayal, there was, there was a lot of shit that went on, and I think that we both knew all of the things that we were, like, I had this one thing that was, like, really big that I was, like, 
I have to apologize for this. I have to get honest about this. I have to own up to this because it's it's going to affect the relationship for the rest of my life if I don't. <laughs> and Ren already knew. And, like, in my brain, I knew that she knew. Yeah. But I had to do it anyway just to, like, say it out loud. Yep. It was very difficult for me to come to terms with that. I literally was like... I know. <laughs> and then we laughed, and, and then she did hers. Because and... with mine, I had one specific thing that I was petrified to tell her. I literally was like, she will never forgive me for this. And then she was like, oh, I know. <laughs> I was like, I knew that. That, that was... I love that. We knew yeah. that. Um, to end it, uh, what is your favorite thing about the other person? Hmm... There's a lot of things. Yeah, it doesn't... It's hard to pick just one. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like, this is the only one, but what would you... What comes to mind? Um... Renu would be, like, her... Your... Um... Just, like, readiness to explore all things. Like, I come up with these crazy ideas, and Renu's like, okay... And then, like, we'll talk about it, and then, okay, maybe it's not a good idea. But, like, you're able to, like, talk me out of things that I'm like, okay, let's go get tattoos at 11 o'clock at night. And kind of, like, right, it's like, just come over. And then I come <laughs> sure, over. Sure, sure, yeah. And, and we sit there for two hours, and I'm like, I'm glad we didn't do that. <laughs> but, like, stuff like that, and then just, like, how much love and care that you have always had for the people around you like how much you and I know I give you shit for it sometimes when it's a little <laughs> bit too much but how considerate you are of like other people and their needs and their feelings and like what they need to be okay is like really it's very beautiful thank you Emily I could go on and on <laughs> thank and on you, Emily. I don't like that I had to pick one thing I picked two anyway yeah. you don't but have, I don't there like are no it. rules we were in the grocery store the other day, and <laughs> I literally told her to help me not be so considerate so that I don't spend so much money. And yeah, I, because she's like, should we get potato salad? And should we get these little these little things? And I'm like, Miranda, we're literally shopping for like eight people. We don't need we don't need these things. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. I wonder if they could hear that. On anyway, um, I don't know why that just happened. Um, cool. And, um, Miranda, same question. Okay. Yes, there is, like, way too many things to say, but I always really respected M's like, honesty. Like, she is honest all the time, no matter what, even if it hurts people, like, she gets to the nitty-gritty. And, like, sometimes, of course, yeah, I, mm -hmm. it, it'll hurt my feelings sometimes, but I appreciate it because I know that, like, when M talks to me or anybody else, there's no bullshit. And I always really liked that she stands up for herself and sets her boundaries. Like, she has lots of qualities that I've had to spend a lot of time working on. Mm -hmm. And she has them so naturally. So I learned so much from her just by, like, watching her, you know? And I... I don't know. There's just, there's too many things. What a journey we always <laughs> went on. That was so that was very special to be a part of, and I'm like ecstatic right now. Um, and for you guys at home, thank you for this uh, being tuning into this special episode. And tomorrow we will be uploading our regularly scheduled programming. 
Thank you for joining us. Yeah. How do you guys feel? Honored to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.